0: Hey, welcome to the Rediscover Geek Podcast. I am your host, Chris Jansen, and this is episode 21, the Lime Cucumber Gatorade (laughs) uh, episode, because clearly... delicious. Yeah, it's it's what we couldn't think of a title, and so we just went with the first thing that Caesar saw in front of him. Um, I'm joined here, as usual, by my fellow hosts, Anthony and Caesar. Hey, guys. How are you doing today? either you look a little tired might fall asleep on us
1: i'm worried i might yes so uh keep me entertained jensen but yeah i am extremely not gonna happen tired
0: won't happen but i will i'll do my best Do you guys have a good week it's been uh it's been a a day since i talked to you
2: uh we're only in tuesday i was
1: gonna say it's like yeah the week's (laughs) going pretty good so
0: far i mean since the last podcast so everybody else knows since their last live show what you guys have been doing this last week
1: i've been uh dealing with uh, more 2020 bs so mm-hmm. you know this year just sucks and to make things worse the dodgers might win the world series so yeah it gets even better two la teams winning the back because I, I don't watch uh, i don't watch basketball so I, I, you know, congratulations I, to the Lakers, especially after what happened earlier this year. That actually basically started everything. You know, the unfortunate passing of Kobe. Um, so yeah, good to the Lakers, but I just have never liked the Dodgers.
0: I um I don't watch the World Series, but I heard that like the last game had like the craziest ending, or there was one game that had like the craziest ending in baseball history. Mm.
1: I, oh, I probably yeah, the 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 errors by the Dodgers. You mean?
0: Yeah, I probably should have, like, watched it, but I just read that it was the craziest ending in World Series history. That was that was funny.
1: That was funny. I laughed. It was good. It was a good watch.
0: What kind of jacket? What does your jacket say? It says Project Z?
1: Uh, yes, Dragon Ball Project Z. So, as you remember, I'm sure I used to work for Bandai Namco. This is actually the last project I took part in. So, at the time, it was called Project Z, but it's uh, it's now known as uh, Dragon Ball Kakarot. Okay.
0: Cool. Yeah. Wait. Um. I haven't done too much this week and last week. You guys were wondering what I was doing. No, we didn't ask. I worked. I worked (laughs) a little. I um. Read a little. Watched a little. Had the weekend off, which is nice. These off seasons are really nice having weekends off. Um. Felt a little under the weather one of the days. But now I'm back. That's good with you guys.
2: How long does the
0: uh, off season last? We'll um, go till next year. I can't really say anything.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, especially too since it got shifted, right? Or at least there was a lot of scheduling changes, so it wasn't a typical season, right? This oh year? yeah,
0: yeah this this year was extended, um, uh, extended by a couple months due to COVID. Um, so it was a year that never ended. Or the season that never ended. So it's nice to have a little break before we cool. uh, get into everything else. Um, so, okay, let's kick this off. Let's get into the news.
1: Real um, quick, real quick, I do have to update you. Um, I know. I'm updating the chats, uh, if anyone's <laughs> watching, and I'm updating you guys for the first time. Should have mentioned this, but like I said, I'm tired. Um, we have been getting warnings about possible power outages in, in Orange County because of all the fires going on over here. So if well, the let's... stream happens to shut off, it's because I lost power. I don't think it's going to happen, but I'm just giving everyone a heads up. That's
0: Oops. a really great heads up. I wish. <laughs>
1: I'm i wish sorry. She...
0: <laughs> You might have like mentioned that. I don't think um, it's going
1: to happen, but you know. Um, you, mommy, don't, you, you don't have a UPS
2: there? I'm I'm, I'm disappointed. Excuse UPS? Me. Yeah. uninterruptible interruptible power supply. Oh, be, no, you should I don't. uptime for 45 minutes.
1: Well, I'm still waiting for uh, Chris Jansen <laughs> to provide that.
2: No, you're you're you're
0: in Cerritos, right? So you are Orange County. Right? I'm in Cyprus. Cyprus. Yes, literally okay.
1: next to Buena Park. Which best way to the to describe it is, I, I live right by Knott's Berry Farm.
0: Okay, those fires are crazy. By the way, that's like
1: it's fucking scary, dude. Yesterday I woke up. One thing, the wind woke me up, so I wasn't expecting all that wind to be happening, and it was super loud. So that's what woke me up. And then I look outside, and it's gloomy. Now what is going on? I turn on the news, and The entire OC is on fire. What the hell just happened overnight?
0: Yeah, there's like ash on my car. It smells really bad. Um, I was getting pretty upset that our kids, uh, Finn's daycare, they let them play outside today. And I was like, the air quality is like terrible outside.
1: Um, Oh, there was, um, you know, I don't like to really make fun during these times, especially when it's so close. But there was this awesome picture. I don't know if you guys have seen it uh, of some kid on a swing and in the background, just a burning <laughs> inferno, and it just reached just another day in Irvine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, knots was all the way up, like, in Santa Clarita, or no, like, closer down almost to um, San Diego. I didn't realize it was just there in Point Park. Knotts?
1: No, that's just right here. That's right. Mm-hmm. If you're going to this land, you're going to have to pass knots unless you're taking the five. Uh, but.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so that drive to Hawthorne is a bear. Yeah, I
0: was gonna say that's a pretty big drive. Yeah,
1: actually, it takes me about thirty minutes to get there. So it's not, that's to get there, and that's to early get there, in the morning. But yeah, but I, coming home, I yeah. definitely hit the the, the rush uh, hour traffic, and it it doubled. You know, typical LA traffic. It doubles or triples. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um. All Same. right. So now that we know that your power can go out, let's try to um, get through this. <laughs> let's you, go. You're sleepy. You might fall asleep, and your power will go out. So we're we're working. And we have a lot to work against. Either
2: um, way, for, there's a, there's a big chance something's going out, either Caesar or his computer. <laughs> yeah.
0: There you go. We'll keep you. I'll keep you. We'll keep you entertained until your power goes out. Um, kick things off. Um, we all saw this coming. I think it's pretty funny that um, that Quibi shut down. I think it shut down like the day after our last podcast, right? It was like last yeah. Wednesday they announced the po- uh, they announced the shutdown. Um, I, I just think it's so funny that like everybody saw this. My my thing is that if you asked anybody that was of like our generation or younger, um, the moment when it was announced, everybody told you it was gonna fail. Like there, yeah. no one saw like a, a a a way for it to work. Like it just was like like the way they were thinking about it. I don't know. It was like old school, like Hollywood thinking that. That somehow people would want to watch short form content, like like the type of short form content that they're talking about on uh, on a screen. It's so it's it's, oh, it's sad. He, oh, go ahead.
2: Well, no. Do you think it was it it was just an overall bad idea, or it was really highly bad timing? Because it this whole shtick was that it was supposed to be the watchability was supposed to be wherever you were going so if you were in line if you were traveling if you were commuting you could watch these short segments but because of covid the the ability to be like outside and and going somewhere that was severely impacted i think what their their mission statement was
0: i um i think it was both i think that even if covid wouldn't have hit it wouldn't have done anything wouldn't have taken off like i just don't see like Short form, like I get like short form content on like YouTube, um, or like when you're watching like those type of videos, like those type of content pieces that you see across everywhere. Sorry, I'm watching this thing now. it's definitely showing off. <laughs> I mean, it's just weird content. Like, <laughs> yeah.
2: Form content. Ooh. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, um, I, I could see like, I, I see people watching that because hell that's what YouTube's like for and that's why YouTube's famous and big. Um it's just I don't like when it comes to like narrative, I don't see people watching short form narrative in that same way. Like I don't see a Game of Thrones like can you imagine Game of Thrones like in on Quibi, like <laughs> you're watching seven minute episodes and you have like a twenty season like arc but you it's broken into seven minutes? Like no one wants that. Like people are complaining that they can't stream like it's a battle between who like streaming like I, I I complain because like Mandalorian's releasing on Thursday, right? And I have to only watch one episode and then I have to wait and I can't watch all of them as a whole. I complain about that. Like what what makes people like I can't imagine like seven minutes. Like i I just don't think it would have worked to
1: begin with at all. And then COVID hit, and then, like, nobody wanted to. The whole seven minutes is basically because, you know, you're kind of on the go, you know, and I get that. You know, you may have time for a quick seven-minute episode, and then you got to get back to work or whatever you were doing. I get it, but I completely agree with you. I don't see how this would ever work because if I am trying to watch, like, a Game of Thrones, I want to watch more than seven minutes, and more than likely I do have the time to put in more than seven minutes. I'm not trying to watch just seven-minute increments of Game of Thrones or any other show honestly uh and if that were the case i just stream it off of hbo and maybe just get those seven minutes and i'll come back to it later i don't need an app that really just focuses on seven minute increments it just didn't make sense to me um i don't watch my phone vertical no matter what i it bugs the it bugs the hell out of me when people especially when people start they start recording and their phone is vertical and then they think they could go and fix it by flipping it. No, you you just fucked up the video even more because now it's sideways. <laughs> okay, so I, I never thought Quibi was going to be good. I'm not surprised this happened. It sucks, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm shocked to think that they they actually thought this would be a success.
0: I mean, $1.7 billion was spent on this. Now, the, I guess the one good thing you could sit there and say is that it kept a lot of people employed during the pandemic. Um so I think I like read somewhere that it was like a, a Hollywood stimulus. <laughs> oh wow <laughs> it kept people employed and that's true. Like they spent a lot of money on a lot of random weird stuff and people were like they were buying a lot of stuff and spending a lot of money. So I, I that was the one good thing, but yeah. I it feel like
1: I, I feel like if most people that went into this or got a job working for Quibi, they knew this was coming. They're, they're, oh, they they can they could not. I'm sure when they got the news, they were like, "Well, there it is." Yep. And we went on longer okay. than expected. Yay.
0: Any last final thoughts, Anthony?
2: No, uh, I wasn't really too. Same thing. Wasn't really into it before. And um, yeah, I don't. I don't think. Well, I mean, it could have been one of those things too, where they were hoping for a big buyout. You know, somebody come. Up you know, one of the Facebook's or Google's like, oh, let's buy you out for four billion dollars.
0: Yeah, you really have great content, but yeah. no no one's watching. <laughs> let's buy you out.
2: But well, no, I agree with you. I think it's it, it's it's hard from like you said, the narrative perspective to have that short form. It it makes a lot of sense for the cat videos and for those ridiculous videos that really don't have like a coherent narrative. Um but yeah it's yeah like you said I, I i don't necessarily find myself i need to watch short form content on the go it's like because you're kind of doing something else you know or at least yeah.
0: you're the just, working and that's what youtube's for you're yeah not, and, and also like if you're supposed to work at like if you're watching this like at work like <laughs> you're watching on your computer you're not pulling your phone out and watching like quivi on your phone you're watching like YouTube, yeah you're using company getting,
2: like, company hardware <laughs> to yeah. do stuff
0: it's besides your your work yeah but because you could like switch windows you could just like click out people <laughs> if they see you on your phone all the time watching quibi it's never gonna work yeah you can't hide the telephone in the workplace <laughs> i wonder how many workplaces still have um like i feel like that's become like so lax now like having your phone at work like i i know like retail you can't have your phone out at work but like the normal workplace, like I always had my phone out at work. Like I was always randomly checking my phone.
2: Oh yeah, it was I'm sure there's been studies too, or how much time is wasted of people just doing other stuff besides their work, that actually work. Yeah. <laughs> let's not, let's not, let's the funny thing about is, that. still too is is people that use incognito mode on their browser, <laughs> thinking that it'll hide their traffic. <laughs> I bet I have, like an IT specialist. Exactly, <laughs> you know, it's like, like, uh, no, they yeah, can the still see wait. everything you're going to. <laughs> That's true. That's so funny. Um, uh,
0: okay, moving on. Speaking of like, like at on streaming, this was kind of like news at the beginning of last week or sometime last week, and then it kind of like got squashed. But um, we decided to talk about it with Bond, how Bond was being bid out, or um, some of the bigger companies were vying for Bond, the new Bond movie Um, I think it's since been it's been said that they're not going to go streaming Right, it's still going to be a theatrical release Mm -hmm. yeah here's,
2: here's what's interesting that just came out today according to the Hollywood Reporter so it was MGM Pictures partner Eon so basically it sounded like it was MGM that started the bidding And then Eon Productions that produces Bond came in and put a stop to the bidding. So that's why it seemed like there was, because they learned about the studio pursuing a streaming deal. So that's why it seemed really weird where we saw it, it seemed like almost like it was for bid. And then all of a sudden, like it was gone. Uh, That's apparently what happened. So (laughs) Eon Productions never wanted to pursue a streaming deal. And never saw like contemplating like streaming Bond uh, huh. the newest film. It was it was their studio partner MGM.
0: That's like interesting. I mean, I'm all like, I want more of these to go streaming. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah. think I saw a number that they're looking for like six hundred million, um, and obviously that covers like production costs. It gives them some profit. They're clearly making enough to cover their costs. I I don't know if it's maybe it's worth like an Apple picking it up because that would literally drive people to get apple um I, I don't know if it's like for a netflix or somebody to to do it
2: like does yeah. netflix
0: need bond on there and need to spend 600 million for bond but an apple i i, I would have thought that would have been a that would have been a cool thing
2: so then according to hunter, hunter reporter so basically eon is run like uh by barbara uh, Bracoli. so she's like basically the the daughter to the original bond producer um and she, her whole idea was like she thinks that a streaming bond would be be a misstep for the franchise because it would essentially kind of almost undermine it, its prestige. Um, and once you open that gate, <laughs> you're never gonna get out of it. You Can't go back. So you get yeah. that,
0: but like what you're gonna run into is who knows when this is coming out.
2: What well, yeah, and that's the thing. It's like still... people are just gonna
0: lose interest. Like,
2: no, I don't think people. I think people will not lose interest because you're still gonna release it and i think it's it's gonna I be think it's really weird up. it's gonna uh, be just like up excitement
0: maybe for people but i think it's really weird when a movie is released like two years after it was finished filming like and you've seen this has it really been the case I, no I, I don't know if that's the actual case for this one but i'm just saying like in two years Daniel Craig's gonna look older. <laughs> I'm gonna see like he's gonna be doing press, and then he's gonna look like really like I don't know. <laughs> I, I just don't like. Yeah, I don't like when. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm I'm just not. I, I feel like I'll lose interest in it if it goes hmm. if it gets dragged out. Like I lost interest in Tenant. Like I care less about Tenant now. Um, so now I'm just no yeah, way to Tenant.
1: Tenant's original. This is Bond
0: but it's still i'm still going to lose interest in it like i don't know
2: really you're going to lose interest in it so i when mean it i'm still going to want to be like
0: eh. i'm I, I won't go see it in the theater now i'm just going to wait for it to come out on video well yeah <laughs> at that point you waited this long yeah i agree with that yeah but, that's yeah. what. like that's the that's the thing like you, i'm nothing's going to force me to go to the movie theater now
2: to watch it so, so even so if no they did what, release it it wouldn't matter so it wouldn't matter like yeah so it, it's it's kind of almost like that point is really moot like whether when it's being released you're saying more of like what platform it's being released on yeah i guess so yeah
1: see that makes sense that i agree with you on uh one i wouldn't have gone because again i I think we we covered this several times already that's uh during this pandemic year i can't believe it pandemic year is actually a fucking term now but during this pandemic year we already said we're not going to the theater period more than likely. Most of next year, I'm not going to the theater, so that was already off the the list of things to do. But yeah, you're right. Yeah. Now I have less incentive to want to go watch this in theater because I've already waited this long. I knew I wasn't going to go, and you know what? I can wait a little longer for it. To yeah, that, it. that's
0: my thing. It's like I could just wait longer. Yeah. Like there's no reason. I've waited so long. There's no reason for me to go and see it on movie theater. Yeah, I when agree with you on that one. Release. So, I'd be curious to oh. see, like, if, yeah, I, I feel like they'd get more eyeballs on it. Like, I get, like, the, the ruined of prestige of seeing, like, the movie on, a, like, a Bond film on a gigantic screen. I, I, I get that, but or then a, it's, like, or a that's not the phone. way the world's moving. Like, like, this is the way, like, the world's moving.
2: True, but I think it's, like, that whole thing where, like, I think more people are probably ready for the transition than I think studio executives and the way the production machine has been going for so yeah. long is is ready for I think it's just this is really really forcing them to kind of figure out now what they should have been trying to think about for the last like several years yeah. is how to make the transition and I think they're trying still trying now they're trying to figure out how do we make this transition
0: yeah, no, I agree. I, I
2: think also what think sucks, that... it's like okay. some of the productions that are, like you said, they're already done. So it's like, what do we do with it now? Yeah. Because they I put so that... much money into it.
0: Well, that that's why I feel like if they're going for a price that makes it so they make money out of it, like $600 million, they would have made profit, clearly. Um, that's what I think the yeah. studio should be going for. I think Quibi should have spent some of their $1.7 and just cut up Bond into <laughs> like how many... Cut up into short like, form chunks? Yeah, like 10-minute uh, episode, episodes of a new Bond film released every week for the
2: next year. <laughs> well, so we've talked a little bit about it. So what do you think if if they should... What If you were an advisor for MGM and Eon, what would you say to them? Like, well, this is how you should do it. Yeah. How? Say, what, what would what would you be your plan?
0: Bid it out to like what what they were trying to do. And then they backed off on that would be the plan.
2: But bid it out as a, a streaming mean that they would basically, the streamer could then just like, just fill, like just showcase it as soon as they were, yeah. The, yeah. the deal was if, done. If they're,
0: if they're saying paying $600 million, they mm. would, they could release it whenever they felt like once that, once that happened. Yeah, that's, I mean, I, I think at this point it's like a wash or a, any movie that's done filming and their they're, they're release, it's been pushed for so long, I think they just need to call it a wash, make... Like, they just need to do the streaming thing and just push progress forward. And then who knows? Maybe maybe it won't work out and then you'll know, like, hey, people want to go back to the movie theater in, like, two years. But but they just... Yeah, this, like, waiting is just like less incentive for me to see anything. Like, like Black Widow, I'm just going to wait on. Like, there's no reason for me to go to a movie theater and see Black Widow. Like, all these movies that keep getting pushed, there's no reason. Like, I've waited this long, I could wait a little bit longer. So,
2: it's going to be interesting because uh, according to that report, so yeah, so MGM was looking or hoping for 650 to 7 million offer or higher to recover its 250 million in production costs and 50 million marketing. As well as, here's the kicker. And this is why it makes sense. Why that? Because you would think, okay, if Apple TV is going to offer you three hundred fifty or four hundred million, why wouldn't you just take it? Because you're going to recoup your costs and make a little bit of profit. License fees to its distribution partners and deals for stars, Daniel Craig, Malik, and Dermier. Yeah, All
0: the back end stuff. Right? So
2: that's the problem. Is again all of these 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 fees that need to be paid out for their traditional distribution. That is again something that they should have been considering for so long. Yeah. That whole distribution model has changed, you know. Yeah. No. Cool. It's gonna, I think I think it's the thing where it's going to take a couple more years for it to sort itself all self self out because now that the, now they have to play catch up. Yeah, I think it's what is. I mean, I think as
0: Netflix and Amazon, as they cart they start putting more and more budget towards like these big theatrical release-type movies that they're releasing straight to their streaming service, they're going to be so far ahead of what everybody's doing. Well, they are so far ahead. Yeah, they're but, already so far ahead. But do you think but,
2: there's going to be a reckoning? Because they keep taking on more debt. Oh, and, yeah, sure. But at some point, they're just a cyber base. They're not going to have the growth anymore. Like, they're going to plateau their subscriber base, right?
0: Well, I, I, I think there's still plenty of growth for them to have, though. they there's smarter people working there than me. Um, and I they, they're probably saying, like, we st- they still have a long, they still have a huge growth. They have a worldwide growth that they haven't even tapped into. Like, I think it's only, like, I don't know how many households in the U.S. have Netflix. But, I mean, there's still growth in, in the U.S. But, anywho. Moving on, because that took up a lot of time, and we're we're eating into time. And I'm worried Caesar. about time. Because Caesar's <laughs> trying to fall asleep. I'm trying to fall asleep. We'll just keep going. I'm trying yeah, to stay he... awake. That's what I mean. And we're, like, boring with them by numbers on Bond movies and how many Netflix subscribers.
2: Um, he's he's going to be fine. He's gonna, there's going to be a topic he's going to get really I'm just into. I'm just
1: really worried about Quibi,
0: guys. <laughs> I mean, it's gone, dude. You don't have to worry about it anymore. That's true. Um moving on, Snyder Cut. They announced a bunch of new things. There you go. You the can, you there you go. I'll give you this one. there tell us what's there going goes. on with the Snyder Cut. The ninety million dollar they're spending on this the Snyder Cut Justice league movie.
1: I don't know what the hell's going on with the Snyder Cut. Honestly, I don't know what the hell's going on. Um at this point, it's just a joke. In my opinion, it's just a joke and you know, I didn't want to find a trailer or anything to actually, you know, touch on this to give you visual aids. I treated <laughs> everything as a damn joke because that's what this is, okay? When I I'm read good. that the Joker, that Jared Leto Sorry. was coming back as the Joker, I was like, are you kidding me right now?
2: Like, why? I like the versus game. <laughs> oh
1: my god! <laughs> that's great. I, 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 I'm not happy with what they're doing, and. Oh, it's so good! <laughs> I did not mess with Wonder Woman. She's a you. You leave her alone. But oh, Moana, Moana, man. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I honestly don't know. I don't know what to say about what's going on because one, I mean, you've already given us the Justice League, and it was just not good. Okay, it wasn't good. Um, leave it at that. And now you want to deliver something. I don't know what you want to deliver. I don't know what to say about this. I am just thrown back. I, I don't know what to say about it other than the fact that it, to me now it's just a joke and I'm treating it as a joke. And I don't even know if I'm going to watch. If I do watch, it's probably because somebody, I, I probably went to my mom's house and my brother-in-law had it on TV and, oh, I'll watch it. But not because I'm looking forward to it.
2: <laughs>
0: oh,
2: God. <laughs> what are you reading, <laughs>
1: Oh, I I know I I I haven't seen the graphics that he made for this. <laughs> yeah, I found like all these and here's the thing, like I went looking for these images and this is what they had. I mean, this is what this is what they're giving us. This is what DC is giving us with these movies. You got the Joker that I mean, he just looks too cool. Aquaman probably is the best one, but honestly, Jason Momoa, I didn't like him as Aquaman, okay? I didn't like the way he came off, you know, I can dig it. I didn't like the way he came off as Aquaman. I think Wonder Woman, I think what Gal Gadot did for Wonder Woman was fantastic. That's why I didn't mess with her. You leave her alone. Um, Batman, I think Ben Affleck's Batman, again, still, I I wish we could see more of him because I think Ben Affleck killed it as Batman and as Bruce Wayne. But
0: You're going to see him in the I
1: know, but everything else, I mean... You're going to see him in the Flash movie. I don't know, I don't dude. Know. I don't know. I'm I, I got nothing to say about this, and I don't know what what Zack Snyder's doing. But I'm not looking forward to this. I'm, I'm I think I'm going to watch James Bond before I watch this.
0: I mean, I'll watch this because I have HBO Max already. <laughs> so, like I said, but it, it, it is it, crazy it, that it's like it's it's essentially like a brand new movie, right? And they're spending like ninety it's million dollars, insane, probably more now, um, with reshoots and stuff like that. That is pretty crazy that they're going back in and reshooting and recutting an entire film.
2: Well, here's the thing, too. I think it's two things happening. One, I don't think his his cut was going to be any better anyways. Yeah. And I think what's happened now is the hype has gotten so big that there's this pressure that he has to deliver something much greater than I think he initially isn't his initial cut of the film is complete probably completely different now because now he's like okay I've got all this extra money I've got this oh, yeah. time we can go in I'm gonna add this I'm gonna add that I think it might be a, li- a case of it being a little over engineered so now it's like it's just gonna be a hot mess because he's trying to put basically everything into the stew and it's just not gonna work and I mean, you look at his, his filmography. Like, he's not, it's He's not Zack Snyder. I mean, he's not... <laughs>
1: enough said. Enough said.
2: He, I mean, I, look at his, his filmography and tell me which film has been a, a magnum opus of, of, of cinema. I wouldn't,
0: I wouldn't call them magnum opus, but I will say like uh, 300 um, changed the way people did. It definitely had an effect on movies that were being made, like action films after um just well, like yeah, stylized fighting like, yeah yeah and I, I feel style. like that's
2: that's but if you go uh, back and watch that movie now does it hold up?
0: Yeah I, I still think it holds up.
2: Um I also
0: like Dawn of the Dead. I liked his remake of Dawn of the Dead. I thought that was really well done. Um but those are probably the only two. I don't even know his filmography. Um I didn't like Watchmen, but I just don't like Watchmen. Um except for the HBO series. I do like that um
2: okay when dawn of the dead 300
0: 300 i like that one
2: then watchmen
0: okay didn't like that
2: legend of the guardians the owls of Gahuli. okay (laughs) i know what that is but i didn't
0: i didn't yeah
2: sucker punch
0: did not like that movie (laughs) Mm -hmm. man of steel um I enjoyed there's, Man of Steel. There, there's there's uh, there's aspects of it. There's I aspects. I
1: enjoy I of enjoyed, it, yeah. I enjoyed like, Man of the Steel. There's aspects I liked of it. And, and then Man then Batman Steel, versus Superman. Man of Steel is the one that actually got me excited for Batman v Superman. Yeah. See, I yeah. saw Man yeah. of Steel. I,
0: mean, I, I enjoyed. Like, it. I like aspects of Batman v Superman too.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I hate a Doomsday, but that's.
2: But then, and then it goes Justice League. Yeah. So we don't really
0: have like a long. I guess over years though, you're looking at like 20 year career, right? But it's only like seven movies eight movies
2: well yeah don uh don of the dead was 20 or 2004
0: so he hasn't even had he's only had like a
2: 16 year career (laughs) yeah
0: oh that's that's crazy
2: it's just i yeah it's just it's fascinating because i don't think this is going to be but i think also too it's going to be one of those movies watch where it's going to be everybody's going to buy into their own hype they're gonna yeah. they're gonna say that they were waiting for it, it's gonna deliver on all fronts when it's actually a horrible film. I, but yeah. they, they can't they cannot accept that it being anything less than their their hopes and dreams. <laughs> <laughs> so they're gonna will themselves to like it and think it's the most amazing thing ever. Four hours. Over four, four hours. hours.
0: Yep. That's crazy. Okay. So um all right, so that was that. that. Um, and then another. <laughs> <laughs> moving on, Uncharted. There's some Uncharted news, Caesar. I'll give you this one too. Keep you, keep you going. What do you got for Uncharted? <laughs> yeah, are you worried about it.
2: this one, Caesar? I'm a little worried about this film.
1: I'm not. I uh, I, I think the casting's good. Uh, I was a little concerned about uh, Mark Wahlberg as Sully. Cause yeah. I just feel like you know. I mean, we've seen Sully. He's much older, but.
2: Uh, you know, a little when makeup Mark here Marky Mark there. can play the snark. Yeah, he, that's he, why. he's not that way where he can kind of... Can yeah, I thought about and, it.
1: And, you know, Marky Mark kind of plays the same character in every movie. But, you know, he pulls it off. Um, so, more than likely, Sully's going to be from Boston. Um, he's going to be... Uh, <laughs> Say about, hello to your mother for me. <laughs> he's going to be wicked smart. Uh, but, no, you know what? I'm excited for it. I mean, Tom Holland as Nathan Drake. That that picture that they, they, that they released was... He looked good. He looked good as Nathan yeah. Drake, uh, that uh, screenshot that, uh, well, not screenshot, but that um, that selfie that Mark Wahlberg took. He doesn't look bad as Sully. He really doesn't. So that's all we have to go off right now. But I have, I'm not going to say I have high hopes, but as of what I've seen so far, it, it doesn't look too bad. But we'll see what happens, you know, in the, in the coming days, coming weeks, coming months, and what more we see. Um, but I will say this much. I love Uncharted. I love yeah. that series. I fucking love it. I've so never played it. you got some big shoes,
2: <laughs> big shoes. Well, and that's why I was saying, like, possibly worried about it. You know, being able to match that sense. Well, because and especially too, because the the last game, I was really surprised with Uncharted Four. I thought it had a lot more heart than I I expected. It went really back to the first one, where there's that sense of uh, adventure. Mm-hmm. Um and I just I really enjoyed a lot of what they do with the relationships between all the characters. I thought they they did a really good job of of dealing with a lot of that stuff of, of their conflicts and you know having to deal with each other and some of their history. Especially that was a big thing, is the history. Um and I thought they really nailed that. So I'm hoping some of the magic will be in this. Cause also too, Tom Holland, I think, is maybe slightly younger, you know, version of nathan drake yeah. than i think we might yeah. might be used to i'm not so i think he definitely has the chops to pull it off i'm just i more worried about kind of the overall tone of the film and it, it really it's just worried
0: that most video game movies are god awful yeah exactly <laughs> i, I, I mean, just think honestly
1: i think uh you know tom holland just has more of a baby face he just really looks young yeah i, I think i think yeah. uh, his physique actually fits the part of nathan drake and if we go back to the first uncharted you know, it, it looks good. It's definitely not on point. He could use a you know, a more defined jaw. I mean, if you really want to be like Nathan Drake, but I think it's that. I think that he just has that baby face, and it makes him look much younger than what he really um, comes off as. Yeah, but I, I, I am, I, I, I want. I'm looking forward to seeing more on this because again, I, I love, I love the games. So as of right now, I'm, I'm a little excited and. It's Tom Holland, you know. I like Tom Holland's. I got nothing against Mark Wahlberg. I'm, I actually like his acting. Um, so the only thing is, like I said, he plays the same character.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's just it'll be interesting because yeah, it's being directed by the guy who did uh, Venom. Uh, he's done a lot of TV work, um, and I think let me look at the writer again. There's a couple writers on it, so.
1: And I think uh, last I read, I, I'm pretty sure Naughty Dog uh they have a lot of, a lot of say in this so i mean it's their franchise
2: it's their baby so
1: i'm sure they are yeah. going to be fully involved
2: yeah the writers i don't know it could be i i mean they did do iron man but they also did Punisher warzone <laughs> and transformers the last night oh, and men, men men in black international
0: oh man you <laughs> you really killing oh dude,
2: man you know you what's know actually
0: going to be great because i'm going to watch it before I actually play the game, I'm gonna go back and play the game after. <laughs> I'm gonna play the game second. I'm gonna I'm gonna base it everything off the movie. That's gonna be interesting.
1: See, the thing about Uncharted is, the first one, fantastic gameplay, fantastic gameplay. Story was good, but the gameplay is what really made Uncharted. And then the second game, you had a really nice balance of fantastic gameplay, and they yeah. stepped their they stepped up their storytelling. And the story just got richer and richer after that. It's like, man, this game is such a good story. It's such a good game. And, you know, uh, Naughty Dog, they know how to make games. And they know how to really bring you into their their games. They really bring you into those games. And that's the best part about it. So that's the other thing is we've experienced Uncharted in a way that you really can't experience in theaters or on TV. So, like I said, big shoes to fill there. But, you know, it'd be nice to
2: see a, a movie version. So. We'll see. Well are you excited about seeing the movie version, or was it television version of Assassin's Creed?
1: Assassin's Creed, yeah. <laughs> ah, dude, we got too much Assassin's Creed already. I don't. I'm <laughs> not even looking forward to the next game. What are we on? Fucking Assassin's Creed twenty, or I don't know where we're at with Assassin's Creed. But the movie was god awful. And honestly, when I first played Assassin's Creed, when I played the first Assassin's Creed for my for my first time, it was not that great. The whole futuristic okay. aspect, and then going into the past that, and trying to figure—it's it, a mess, in my opinion. That, I that was
0: my—I think we've already t- talked. Yes, about this we did. Like we, ta- ago. we touched on like, this. I—I I, I, I love the whole like medieval aspect of it and the time periods. I hated the whole future stuff and yeah. like, going back into memories. I was like, I don't, I don't get that. And I'm kind of hoping that they they cut that out of the actual <laughs> TV series.
2: So. I don't know. It seems like such a big part of the game. That's again. That's why I'm worried about this Uncharted because I feel like it just. We just. We there hasn't been a great track record of like video game adaptations yet. The comic books have gotten to that place where the adaptations have been solid, but we're still waiting for that renaissance for video game. Like I would think. Adaptations.
0: Like that's. Yeah, I just don't understand why we haven't gotten to that point yet.
2: Like. Because I think it's a harder medium. I think with with comic books, you're still utilizing like a static image, but I think that's very difficult with the games. Like Caesar had mentioned, they're they're so interactive. So there's oh, there's a that. layer that we're experiencing, especially the fans and the gamers, are experiencing it in a different way than you can really convey with a movie. So I think it, it really takes a, a nice blend of, of of a filmmaker who's really good. At making movies, but comes from a game like perspective, so they're able to integrate both very well. And I think we just haven't really seen that yet. We we haven't seen that great balance of of movie magic with a gamer, you know.
0: Uh, I I I'm not necessarily like movie magic. I'm just thinking like there's good storytelling in movies. It's just every time you get to a game adaptation like they seem to lose the storytelling and they try to focus more on like the action components of the actual game as opposed to the story. And like Assassin's Creed, like there's plenty of great movies about assassins or whatever, like, like medieval, like telling that story. Like, I don't understand why we haven't got to that point where they could, they could transition that, but just encompass the game, like the characters in the game into this great story. Like I, I get the different mediums, but you can tell fantastic stories in movies. Like, why does it have to be a crappy video game? Like, <laughs> why does, or why does the video game movie have to be crappy? Like, that's what I, I just don't understand.
2: Yeah, and it might be it's hopefully to like something that we were talking about earlier was like these giant set pieces. Like, they have to make those action pieces because they have to be these tentpole movies. So there is this more focus on action and explosions and spectacle than really having a good story yeah hopefully, hopefully that might change a little bit more now since the the whole industry is being upended
0: yeah then i realized that um twitch isn't it's only like maybe five to six seconds off of our actual um conversation
2: I don't so know. we are actually in the future
0: yeah it's, it's we not are even in like... Assassin's
2: creed right now <laughs>
0: Oh my god! Yeah, like. Uh, um, all right, moving on away from movies for a change. Um, should we go to TV, or do you want to talk comics there, Anthony? Great segue. <laughs> I'm giving it to you. You haven't talked. You want to talk? You could talk about the TV component. We could talk about the, the dynamic what do we have courses. on TVs. Um, we have Tim Burton, the Adam family, and Oscar Isaac taken on as Moon Knight. Or we can literally just say that's the TV. <laughs> and then we could just move on
2: because we're getting really heavy and we haven't even hit <laughs> i don't know if it's interesting i don't know how i feel about this maybe it's because i've been reading a lot of um moon knight recently and moon knight was actually just in um the avengers run right now There was like a five issue arc and i think he's going to be in it for a little bit basically essentially spoiler alert he's um he has the phoenix force at the end of um, that so there's like this bit yeah it's really odd (laughs) so there's they're they're doing some weird stuff with moon knight but also moon knight is such a weird character um fascinating but i don't know if oscar isaac is it's just interesting casting
0: i mean I, i don't know enough about moon knight to think like oh oscar isaac doesn't like fit that character i like oscar isaac Maybe not necessarily in some of his roles. I was super excited for Oscar Isaac to be Apocalypse. Um,
1: Are you kidding me?
0: No, when I saw him, I was I was super excited about it. Um, then obviously when the movie came out, <laughs> it was it was a completely like one eighty. Um, no, but, let, but me, I let, me, was,
1: let me let me I, I gotta ask you. You were actually genuinely excited even after you saw images of him as Apocalypse? I actually didn't mind
0: it. Like, I, I clearly he wasn't the Apocalypse that I grew up, like, with in comic books. But I just thought that he was going to do a good job because um, I liked him as an actor. Because at that time, I had, like, ex machina. I had, like, these types of roles that I really enjoyed seeing him in. Um, and so I was like, oh, this is a really good actor. And him playing, this, playing Apocalypse was going to be... Uh, yeah, now when I'm watching this trailer now, like, there's some images of Apocalypse where
1: I'm like, okay, that looks
0: pretty, chunky. The
1: first time <laughs> I saw the, the the first image of him as Apocalypse, it was, in my opinion, just poor casting. He did not fit the part at all, in my opinion. And uh, the very first character that came to mind when I did see that was Ivan Ooze, okay, from the Power Rangers movie. That's all <laughs> that kept coming to mind was Ivan Ooze. But That's exactly what I- it looked like.
0: I think that would have been any character,
1: though. That the <laughs> See, way they
0: portrayed Apocalypse in this, any care, anybody that would playing him would have been. <laughs> ooh, See, I, I don't believe. think
1: so. I think I think they went the wrong direction. I think what Marvel did with Thanos, I think that was the direction they should have gone because they made Thanos look fucking great. That's my opinion, of course. But I think Thanos looked great, and I think that was the direction they should have gone with with Apocalypse because he's up there. And no, they just literally put some makeup on Oscar or Isaac and uh, it just looked bad. It looked really, really bad.
2: Well, and also, too, if we look at what was the time between... this oh, man I was going to say, we can give them the benefit of the doubt, but no, that was 2016. Yeah, the <laughs> they clearly had the tech. <laughs> they <laughs> clearly had the tech. To pull to pull off a better apocalypse. Yep. Yeah.
0: I mean, there's like, okay, look, like they put they they wanted to go the makeup route. They wanted to do the prosthetics. What's wrong with that? I'm all for
1: prosthetics. And I'm all for that too. Believe me, I'm all for that. That's that's one thing that I that really bugged me about Cyborg and Justice League. I felt that they could have done more prosthetics than made them all CG. The only thing on right. him was just his face. So believe me, I'm with you on that. But I just think you gotta you know really make good choices especially when it comes to the x-men because you're already in a deep hole and you're about to deliver the apocalypse story and this is what you gave I, us
0: <laughs> But i mean the person i was directing it like he created that deep hole Oh no, i <laughs> so, i know i know and he so keeps he just it's his version of an x-men so i uh, just kept digging it like yeah um but I I feel like he fits the billing for Moon Knight, but I don't know enough about Moon Knight, so I I like him as an actor, so I think it's cool. And I also think that that just it's like shows that Marvel like what they're looking to do with the TV side now, is that they're putting like Oscar Isaac in a Marvel TV show, mm-hmm. like that's pretty big. Like that means that they're 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 treating these, like I mean like Winter Soldier, all those they're treating these like movies um and so i i feel like it's going to be a good transition so i'm hoping that it's it's good
1: yeah i think i think that's what it really is he's in good hands now as opposed to when he did this you know I, I, again in my opinion it was bad casting and they just put him in a really bad spot uh i agree with you i think he's a great actor i liked him as poe but he just did not pull off apocalypse i don't blame him 100 percent. i don't think they should have casted him i think they should have gone elsewhere and, again, they should have taken more of a Thanos approach on it. Uh, but now he's in better hands. What Marvel's been doing with other TV shows and their movies obviously has been great. And I think, I think uh, I, I'm think i I'm with you on that one, too, Jansen. I don't know enough about Moon Knight, but I think he's going to be in good hands.
0: I do feel like the last quote that Oscar Isaac asked when they asked if he was going to make another like Star Wars movie, he said, when I need to buy a new house. And so oh. I almost feel like... <laughs> Does he need to buy a new house because he's doing a Marvel TV series? Like, Jeez.
2: <laughs> yeah, I t- I'm still not sold yet. I'm not. It, again, it doesn't come back to his chops. It just it's it's just more of like he, we, he, I don't think of him when I think of Moon Knight. He's not. You know, there's stuff that you read or watch or mostly read, and you're like, I can imagine this person this person would fit this character. Did
0: you have somebody and, that you can imagine.
2: That's what I was, I've been thinking about I've been trying to think about if there's somebody that I think would really fit. And I, I haven't come across it yet. There was, there was a character though, that I saw recently in Fargo. There's, there's the character. I don't know if you remember the guy in the first season, who is the death. It's like the henchman, one of the henchmen.
0: I feel like I, i'd have to see it again but yeah i think i know who you're talking
2: to he or talking there's something about his look but also too just kind of his presence that really seems to key in on the same aspect of 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 moon knight that i found pretty fascinating because moon knight he's a basket case you know and like but he's not he's 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 that high functioning basket case ironically you know so he's like moving through the world but he's you know he has got this this disassoci. it's a i think it's specifically disassociated personality um syndrome right i don't think it's multiple i, I actually
0: this. don't know i, I literally feel, i
2: know nothing about moon
0: knight i know nothing. yeah
2: it's 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 interesting because moon knight's a really fascinating character and like i said i've been reading a lot recently because uh matt fraction did some uh stories with moon knight not too not too long ago um and yeah, it's just he's he's a really bizarre character, and and it's really I would see how difficult it's right to write for the character too. Um, yeah, it's it's a trip. So it'll be pretty interesting. I'm definitely interested to see what they do with the, the show. Um, but yeah, it'll it'll be it'll be a trip for sure.
0: Okay, let's uh, let's move on because I'm tired of things. Olivia Munn
2: cut a car in half. Oh, thank you. (laughs) So sad. She gets such a bad rap.
0: We're gonna let's let's burn through the rest because we're we are actually (laughs) I I I don't like like we're having like but we're gonna be here like all night talking about news. (laughs) It's fine. fine.
1: Hey, last week there wasn't much news. This week there was a ton of news.
2: Okay. Fine.
1: (laughs) Okay. Well we'll next up, Tim Burton taking over. Rush me,
2: Chansen.
0: Sorry. Okay.
2: No, we just we do whatever you want to do, man. Yeah,
0: just for sure. the ride,
2: baby.
0: Yeah, there we go. Tim Burton's taking over Adam Family. Thoughts? Go. 15 seconds.
1: It's in his wheelhouse. I think it's a fucking perfect fit. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I'm right, a th- big fan. I'm a big fan of Tim Burton. So
0: Do they he, he cast Helena
1: uh, actually? Are they still married? No, they um, are not. They've been divorced. Say, for but two. Still, he's still he's still going to cast. Yeah, him. they still it's work it's together. It's 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 together. <laughs> what what do they call that? Uh what do they call those celebrity cele- uh, separations?
0: Yeah, you yeah, because she was in um. No, oh, I don't. I-, I feel like they cast like Eva. Evergreen is that her name? Um, yeah, I feel like her, or they they should bring back Christina Ricci and
1: more. more oh, oh, that's. And they they should do that. That would be cool. That would be really cool, man. I don't even know what she looks like nowadays.
0: I actually don't know. That's a probably good <laughs> thing. might not. She looks, but, um, looks
2: good. She's
0: she looks good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I think you it's, had the whole Robert De like, Niro yeah. thing yeah. going on. Yeah. You look good. I I think it's it's in his wheelhouse.
2: Yep. Well, it's in it his wheelhouse. But do you think? Because I think Samantha's excited about it, but also too she's been a little critical of his work mm-hmm. for yeah. for an extended period of time now, where it's not. It's it's that thing. I think we joke around. It's like tim burton trying to t- make a tim burton mute movie <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, it's, it's true like
1: uh, it's I like he's just kind of like got to get back to his
2: own like i don't know something something there's a little bit of something missing something i, I think he's
1: been more critical whenever he tries to take on projects um that aren't in his wheelhouse like adam's family is in his wheelhouse but like what he did with uh with uh charlie and the chocolate factory i mean he tim burton that thing and it was just a disaster See, yeah, that, and that was not in his well house. Any of
0: his like his Disney
1: movies? Yeah, and, like Alice in like, Wonderland. Alice
0: in Wonderland. Yeah, that was not. very yeah.
1: good.
2: Well, it'll be interesting because this will be your first TV show, right? Yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting to see what what happens when he has like extended time. He can kind of build out some stuff. So yeah, it could be really up. good, or it could be, you know.
0: He might be, not be really good for TV. It could be 10 hours of Tim Burton exactly. trying to make be, a Tim Burton movie. Exactly.
1: It'd be nice if we could get the Tim Burton and uh, Danny Elfman combo again for Adams Family.
0: I guarantee you get Danny Elfman. Oh, to do man. That. Let's he's do doing it. the tri- He does the score. There's no way he doesn't do the score.
1: Let's fucking do it. Yeah. Yeah, Danny Yeah, Elfman, I'm excited. I'm excited for this. Yeah.
0: Um,. Yeah, that's it for uh, that's it for TV. Except for you probably didn't have time to do it, but the new Saved by the Bell trailer released today. Um, I'm the, are You really excited about that? It. I wasn't until I saw the trailer. And really? It, it's not that I'm like excited about it. It's have you watched? Did you watch the trailer? The new one, new new one? Yeah, the new trailer. Wait, they have yeah. another no. trailer? Yeah, they have the new one for the. I new only saw the first one. one.
2: That's,
1: what that's what I'm that's saying. They, how many trailers are there? They just released one today. But Anthony said that he saw the first one, so there's two trailers for them to say whether or not. Yeah, they? I guess that's what oh, I was like. I didn't know there was another one. Yeah, I,
2: I saw one like a while ago when they first announced that it was coming. Okay.
1: Well, this
0: one, I feel like it's what they're trying to do, and maybe they hit that recipe of kind of like the way Cobra Kai hit that recipe, where it knows what it is, and so and they, they just play it. into it. And they they own it. And so just I feel like that's what it. they're, they're just leaning into the ridiculousness of Bayside. And like, if you watch this, like if you watch the trailer, like there's jokes where the high school, like they're talking to like Slater and stuff. And just like, you just like, you're a guy that likes hanging out with young kids. That's weird. <laughs> like, and they just like, but like the max is like, this is such a weird, like there's a joke about like, oh, I ordered ketchup on my, uh, or a cheese on my, uh, fries, and then he's like, check your pocket, and there's cheese in his fries, and he's like, this place is so weird. <laughs> they just kind of play into, I don't know, like oh, okay. they play I into, like, I
1: saw the damn trailer.
0: yeah, yeah, it, watch it. We what don't have it, it, check it out. It's it comes out, I think, next week. But, um,
1: wait, right, the, show, the show starts next week.
0: Oh, no, next month, sorry. Oh, I was like, what? So November, yeah, well, which is almost next week, yeah,
2: next
1: week, yeah, it starts
0: next, well, in like a few weeks, um. Uh, I know in the comic side, um, DC made a switch on their distributor. Again, there, Anthony.
2: Yeah, and I don't know. It sounds like almost... It's starting to kind of sound if it was planned or not planned. So it's it's weird whether this was always the plan going, like they were going to transition out, or if something happened and they were just like, they just couldn't hang with, with it anymore. Because I think you've got to think about it, too. It's like if you're taking on essentially the accounts of all other stores in your like district, that's yeah. a lot to deal with. You know, while you're running your own stores and retail spaces as yeah, well. Yeah, you're
0: like a huge retail. In case people are watching, which may not be many. And don't really know, and don't really know what we're talking about. DC Comics moved away from their distributor. We talked about this a few like. Well, one times of their distributors. Like, they have two. One of their distributors. No, I'm saying, but originally they moved away from Diamond. Ah, yes. Held, kind of held a monopoly on uh, comic book re- um, distributors, and they moved to two distributors. One was Midtown Comics, which is actually an online comic book shop, um, a huge one, and they own like a few stores in New York, um, and then. I forgot what the name of the other one was called. Um it's essentially it's another, uh
2: dynamic forces. Oh the, they have another online presence. Yeah.
0: Um and so it was a huge it was a huge deal when they moved away because they were the first major publisher to break the diamond like monopoly. But everybody thought it was weird that they were moving to like two retailers to distribute their comics to retailers. So <laughs> it was like this weird Weird thing, and now they're essentially cut. It sounds like they cut Midtown away, and they're just going with Diamond, not Diamond, with, with uh, Dynamic Force. Yeah,
2: just called Lunar oh. Lunar Distribute Distribution or Distributors this is a, the official distribution like company.
0: You're right there, Caesar. You keep like going back, shaking your head.
2: <sighs> just gotta wake up, man. I'm checking in on that game. He's fading. Checking in on the He's game. Fading.
1: As a is it, is thumb- you sad. I'm distracted tonight by this damn game.
2: Not going how you're hoping.
1: I mean, it's really close, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. Out of that, I, tell me how you feel. Like, why does it upset you? Yeah, why are you so angry with the Dodgers? I just don't like them. I don't know. It's honestly, Both, yeah. it's it's mostly the fans. I'm sorry, but the fans <laughs> made me. I was going to mention that. Like, it's because the fans are such jerks. Yes, uh, They're and... like the Raiders.
0: That's like literally. You every described it perfectly. You, moved
1: to. you described it perfectly. Honestly, uh, I compare Dodger fans to Raider fans, and that's what it comes down to. And that's how I became a Chiefs like, fan because like I hate Kansas Raiders. City
0: fans, right?
1: You know what? They're just jerks. I am not happy with most Kansas City fans, mainly the Kansas City fans in Kansas City. Okay, so <laughs> I learned a lot mean. about those like, fans I feel so like
0: everybody, everybody's fan base in that market is annoying. Yeah, <laughs>
1: like, that's true. That's true
2: um no i, I uh, can understand that that's yeah that's probably kind of was getting that vibe from me i'm like i wonder if it really is just the fan base that really I, I
1: grew up um uh my friend nicole or chris you you know nicole we work with her at wizard world she calls me the worst angelino ever because i don't, don't like all a, the Angelinos. pretty much yes i'm a ducks fan i hate the kings i'm a san francisco giants fan hate the dodgers uh, I grew up with Raider fans, and I went the opposite direction when Chiefs, and I hate the Raiders, so yeah, <laughs> pretty much, yeah. like I said, I just don't I never got into basketball, so I got nothing against the Lakers or against the Clippers, so more power to them
0: there you go, all right, finally, our last segment new segment is video games <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't even know um. Xbox kind of did like a debut thing where they. Yeah, were, oh, we can yeah, we still that. Have that. Yeah, <laughs> the it's big that, yeah. news,
2: the, and that was stupid. Did you watch the video? Anybody watch the video? I did. It was dumb. Oh, <sighs> oh my god. god!
1: Oh my god! It was. I don't even want to talk about it. It was lame.
2: It was pretty lame.
1: I, oh, I didn't. Man. I didn't watch it, so
2: <laughs> you didn't miss anything. No, it was you didn't. really <laughs> like two. There was. It was funny too because like, why do you have two people? Yeah, there's like, like two guys like the, that are like doing it right. Well, yeah. it's, you could have just had one person yeah. run through it. Yeah. PlayStation did it. PlayStation actually had a really nice um user interface video. And what did they do? They just posted it on the blog. Yep. And it was like, "Here you go. We're going to go through this." This and there was no he didn't have the face too. It was a uh, Sid Schumann. Um I think he was the community manager at PlayStation. But basically he it's like it was a video on all the universe, user interface and it was just like him over to talking and just kinda of walking you through like the whole thing. It was really, really well done. This one yeah. you got two guys just like, oh, let's play let's play another game. So like, you didn't play the so, first game, man. So
1: scripted. It was like a <laughs> yeah. like a bad sitcom. It was like, what <laughs> yeah. is going on? There was no Good chemistry point. between them. It no. was weird.
2: None. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't watch oh great! Oh. Let's play. Let's try playing another game. It's like you didn't do anything in the first game. <laughs> yeah,
1: they did. You move the camera. Okay, you showed us menus. Thanks. <laughs>
2: this is running 120, 20, tough, guys. What? It's
0: tough. Come on.
2: It's tough. It's not that tough. No, it's PlayStation not. did it's, it it's very It's tough simple. when you have when you have a crappy system like Xbox.
0: How, how do you know it's a crappy system? You, you don't even know that.
1: Don't don't. You're you're speaking way Why too. Why are you so soon. angry, Johnson?
2: What console are you getting together, next like month? trashing something that's Which console you getting, Jansen, on launch day? Yeah, what <laughs> console are you getting next <laughs> month?
0: But it's only because I couldn't get. It's only because I couldn't get uh, an Xbox. Did
2: that's you,
1: it. Did you try?
2: I did. You could have went down to GameStop and started wor- working with the uh, the associates there on their their, their Microsoft Surface tablets and like, oh, I, don't I don't like know. to be using I all know. access. I saying, like,
0: I, I feel like you you're just trashing something that you know nothing about.
2: That's true. No, I am.
0: Yeah. So, no, just wait. Mm-hmm. Just wait till it comes out. We're then trashing be something
1: like, from a company we have lots of experience with.
0: <laughs> that has made good and bad systems. Just like PlayStation, they made good and bad systems.
2: Man. You know, a lot of their, their, their systems were pretty good. Yeah. Well, PlayStation 3 wasn't than like the best system in the world, though. No, it, was. it was so overpowered. <laughs> that Play- was his problem. Yeah, that's true. It was so that good was, that, that was, nobody knew how to program. It that was more than likely. Well, then, then it was that was yeah, bad. Then. That was
1: more than likely. So many people's very first Blu-ray player too. That's true. That's true. And,
2: it was and my 1st my first and only Blu-ray player.
1: Yeah, yeah if You don't have a Blu-ray player. No, all man. my all my Blu-ray players have been the PlayStation.
0: Yep. My yeah, my my 4K player is my Xbox one. <laughs>
1: Um, don't forget that war: Blu-ray versus uh, HD DVD. Oh, Who won gosh. that one? 360 or PlayStation?
0: Hmm. Well, speaking of PlayStation, it was the PlayStation's anniversary, right? PlayStation Deuce, PlayStation Two. Yeah, PlayStation 2 had their anniversary. <laughs> was it nice? Twenty? Was it
2: twenty-six or twenty-seven 27th
0: anniversary? Twenty-seven year anniversary. <laughs> you guys want to go down reminisce? Go down memory lane? No, I want to talk TV. about Cyberpunk.
2: And this bullshit. Oh, that that I, uh, I, I forgot man. all about
0: that. Like it was a note on my thing. Okay, we'll skip PlayStation. I do remember PlayStation Two, uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Yeah, it's great there's a system. Of, there's a lot
2: of great, unbelievable.
1: Yeah, it was an unbelievable system. Metal Gear
2: Solid Happy birthday, PlayStation! Yeah, uh, I'll say this birthday.
1: much about the PlayStation Two. I still, still games, to this games. day, I have more games for the PlayStation Two than any other console. Mm. Well, there you go. All right, now let's well, us Well, and on. it
2: was his put... best selling system, too, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't it sell the most yeah. consoles? Yep.
0: yep. Uh, Cyberpunk got pushed back 21 days, oh, December 10th. Thoughts? Not surprised. I'm not surprised either. No. Now, actually, You're not surprised I'm... for another delay? I'm yeah, not just been no. Now, if they... <laughs> I will be surprised if they delay this again. Like, because then if they delay this, then they're pushing it past Christmas. Well, no, they it's can't. They, they've already
2: gone master. They've already gone gold. So they can't. They can't delay it again. The problem I think was that the I article that was talking gonna... about is they delayed it because the fucking day zero patch. They're still working on the day zero patch. <laughs> so what they released for goal was just passable for the 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 publisher guidelines. These phones, i just, I'm almost at the point where I'm not going to, I'm not going to buy this game. I, I'm literally almost that serious. Wait up,
0: you criticized me for saying like, oh, Bond, like I'm not going <laughs> to see Bond. Like it's, and you're just like, oh no, like I actually don't mind the fact that they they push it back later. I think there's probably like a hundred, 200, 300 people that are working like 80 hour weeks right now. Um, trying there's to There's no this- reason why they should be.
1: Hey guys. No, that's what
0: I mean. And I think okay. that, that this is a way to kind of lax up on that thing. Are my door's knocking right now. Come in.
2: Where are you going to stay, Caesar?
1: Um, I touched on this uh, a few episodes back about how.
2: Good night, buddy. Publishers night, are
1: releasing. I'm
0: going to say hi to everybody. Good night. Good night. It's really <laughs> <just my career>. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jansen. Can, can you shut the door?
2: Yeah, wait, I like your wait. Pajamas, wait, wait, man. Wait. Yeah, I touched on this. Uh, way, to, way to bump us up. Way to fluff us up. Yeah,
1: thanks, buddy. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I touched on this a few episodes back about how publishers—they know they can release a game even when it's not ready because they got that bullshit of it will mm-hmm. be, we'll update it eventually, and eventually those sixty like really bucks, active. you'll get your full yeah. game with time. But right now, we promise you a date. Here it comes. Mm-hmm. They're pushing it back. They're pushing it back. We're getting into that territory again where they're going to give us an unfinished game. We've been expecting this game. We've been excited for it. All the hype, just like all those games that they've done in the past, all that hype is not going to live up. We're going to get this game and we're not going to be happy. Why? Because it's not finished. But they promised us a date. They had a deadline and they're trying to make that deadline. So you got these little pushes. Oh, we're going to push it again. Oh, we're going to push it again. But it's almost ready. It's almost ready. Bullshit. It's not almost ready. You need more time. Just be upfront and be honest it's not ready we need at least another fucking year be more like bethesda you know don't fucking tell us your games are coming out just until give them the you know. the title and
0: we know that five yeah. years from now that
1: game will probably stop that out. shit i don't know if you guys saw the the that that text message or the the message on twitter that's been circulating about that guy that tweeted or uh or or, or tweeted who's the publisher for cyberpunk
0: our uh, Red Pro- Project. Oh God, why can't? Yeah, CD oh. Project. CD Project. Yes, thank- yeah, yeah, thank you.
1: Um, person uh, tweeted them, and he said, "Just to make sure, before I take the day off tomorrow, is this confirmed to release?" And they replied saying, "Full confirmation." And then they came out with this fucking statement today. I mean, hmm. come on, man. That's a bummer. Come on, that poor
0: guy took his day off work to play it. <laughs>
1: That is, and now up.
0: has to go back.
2: Like, oh, I'm not gonna. Can I switch it to December? Like, can I
1: switch
0: my sick days? <laughs> I have a doctor's appointment that was originally scheduled for this day, but now I need to move it to December 10.
1: The only way this is gonna stop, the only way any of this is gonna stop, is this reservation bullshit. They have this money in their pockets, basically. So many reservations at GameStop, at fucking Best Buy, on Amazon. This is guaranteed money already in their pockets. We got to put it out. We got to put it out. Otherwise, people are going to start canceling. Just put it out, and we'll update it with patches. We'll give them their full game with patches. Eventually, it'll be a full game. Bullshit. Anyone that's not watching right now, stop reserving video games. Yeah. Fuck. You don't need to. If you want yeah, to reserve you, there's something, no,
2: there's no, no shortage anymore. Never. You will yeah. get a never. Game, especially now digital. There's no reason to pre-order. No, a game.
1: there's never been a shortage on video games. If you want to reserve a console, that's one thing I highly advise you to do. Definitely go reserve <laughs> a console, but a game, whatever incentives you're getting, it's not worth it. Stop that's giving them skin, your man. Money. You
0: get that special skin. Oh Jesus!
1: Reserving.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, so it you, just bugs. Uh, me. Uh,
2: yeah. Ugh.
1: Sorry, I went on the. Uh uh tantrum like tony Tony, hey
2: went on tony tantrum it's just i've never
1: i've never been a fan of reserving uh reserving games i never reserved the game well that's a lie when i worked at GameStop, i did reserve games because it boosted my numbers but that's the only reason i did it it helped out the store
0: cheated the system man no (laughs) it's there were
1: legit reservations i actually purchased those games and i knew i was going to purchase them so i reserved them i'm kidding Yeah. yeah but no i yeah Stop fucking reserving games because these companies can get away with releasing the game early and it's not ready.
0: I mean, I used to reserve games a lot when I was younger, but it was different, I think, back then. The updates wouldn't be like... Yeah, the complete. Yeah, they were complete games back then. Yeah, exactly. so I would have to reserve a copy in order to get that copy so I could play on day one. I would have to get that because our whatever stores only had so many copies, right? But nowadays you can just download it. So it comes back to
2: like simple, like it's, it's mismanagement or it's management. That's not operating at a very efficient level. It's because it's like, there's no need for crunch. There's no need for any of this ridiculous overtime and delays because you, you just didn't manage properly. You didn't manage your resources that you were given to complete a project. Yeah. Or Or you didn't have a real
0: look or, you didn't have a realistic timeline, exactly. with the
2: resources that were given. Yeah, yeah. So, and it's um, just this. Yeah, it's so
1: stupid.
0: It really yeah. irks me. Um, that's it, guys. That's
2: our news. Damn.
1: We're almost done with the show. I <laughs> you
2: know, like, uh, should we just move into the rediscovery, and then man, save the uh, spooky for next time? Because the the
1: it's not going to be news Halloween might be. Time. Oh, yeah, this is the last What's Halloween it? episode is the last halloween episode
2: oh, there's just so much i feel well, like you know what stuff. honestly
1: there's nothing scarier this year than the election
2: that's true <laughs> we could treat that's that true. as a, as the halloween there episode you go. <laughs> that's a good idea actually
0: next next that's what we, we'll save. we'll save our halloween thing for the election cuz it's fitting because yeah. next week next week on election night we're going to have a show it's gonna and be i'm a just going to literally be watching the election on my screen and people are going to do in real life my reaction and sorrow and misery and taking shots and drinking and eating cookie dough straight from a, a jar. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do all those things all live on broadcast. So we're going to move straight into the rediscovery then and we'll save up all the scary moments. That's Halloween scary moments.
1: I want to share something with you guys week. real quick. Um, so you remember those scary faces I had on the episode last week? Yes. I was on Google and I was looking for scary faces. And that's exactly oh, yeah. what I tapped in in Google: scary faces. And I can't tell you how many pictures of Trump came up.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> just want to share that with you guys.
0: Can you? Can you please do that? <laughs> like keep the Halloween. Make yeah, it a, make
1: that it a, will make, be the scary faces.
0: Make it. Make it a Trump pumpkin.
2: <laughs> oh, dude! Then, <laughs> and um, and then just
0: like scary faces of like Trump in the background.
2: Um, I, I didn't want to be. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be dismissive about the. Uh, spooky no 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 i, I no actually it's because cool, i huh? think was it I've those, been trying to, those videos was... that caesar was <laughs> was doing last night
1: what you're doing for me is that's this is less work for me next week so i'm cool <laughs> with that okay
0: yeah cool i'm fine with making caesar work for nothing <laughs> i do it every week so. <laughs> oh, um, uh, um,
1: um, um, before we move on for anyone that's not watching uh, I am gonna teach Chris how to use After Effects. So moving forward, some of our trailers may be actually edited by Chris. So if you see any issues with our trailers that are being played, no longer my fault.
0: <laughs> you know, what, but it's cool though. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna learn, guys. I'm gonna learn, and, and then that's when he's really experience. gonna
2: boot us. You to be like, right, I have the I got
0: this. Yeah, I could do all my <laughs> own graphics now. I don't need any of you guys. I talk more than all of you guys, anyways. <laughs> My opinions matter more. <laughs> um, we have okay, a new so segment now. Our, we have our a new Rediscover segment. Oh, the team. segment. Introduce it, Jansen. Yeah, yes, so, so, this is very much this is our new segment. We talked about it last week. It's a Rediscover segment. Every week, we're going to be rediscovering something. We're going to start off in a, in a four-week period. We're going to do comic, movie, television show, game. So this week, Um, if you listened to this last week, we were doing The Killing Joke, written by Alan Moore with art by Brian Boland. Um, it is an iconic Batman storyline. Um, up there with when people say like the great, like, it's it's probably like one of the most referenced Batman storylines with the Joker. Um, obviously like the iconic image of the Joker, like with the camera, you see so much. Um, and then like him shooting Barbara. Like it's very gritty, like very, um, Dark Batman, yep. right? Um, but yeah, so this is our rediscovery portion. Every week we're going to be doing this. this Tonight we're going to be talking about uh, The Killing Joke. Um, and our thoughts. Um, I'm kind of actually more excited about Caesar. Just having Caesar <laughs> talk to us about it. Because Caesar hasn't, hasn't read it. comic book, right?
1: Yeah, Caesar hasn't read
0: this storyline.
1: I, I didn't read it, but I had already seen the movie.
0: Oh, like, so you when, watched the animated yeah, show, so I right? saw the
1: animated show. But yeah, the, the comic...
0: There's a lot of stuff
1: missing in the comments. Wasn't that was Simon, the Simon,
0: but okay. No, no, no. <laughs> up, up. No, no, he read it too. I was like, wait. No, was, no, 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 no. Up. I'm saying I like, thought maybe he did like the Cliff note version <laughs> where. No, 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 like, no. oh, no, I just watched the movie instead. And I'm going to try to wing it. <laughs> so then when we're,
2: when we're talking <laughs> Sorry, about. Sorry, that's it. what I thought too.
1: <laughs> no, um, I actually got invited by an old coworker. um, And I want to go see The Killing Joke when it released. Oh, it nice. we went to theaters oh. and we saw it. So I had seen it back then. This is the first time I read it. Oh. So, yeah, there's definitely a lot of stuff in the movie that's not in the comic, um, surprisingly. Yeah. Um, but I think I prefer the, the comic book version better than the fucking movie. I think there was just too many weird shit going on in the movie. So, overall, um, what was your,
0: in general, impression of it, like?
1: Oh, dude, it's fucking good. Like, uh, I was reading a lot of it, and I was genuinely getting goosebumps. And Like, this is one thing I missed, and I'm so glad we're doing this segment. I'm so glad that we changed our rediscovery segment to this, because it definitely uh, pushes me to read. And I forgot how good it was to read. It's so good to read graphic novels, but to have them in, in your phone. It makes it so much easier and easy to fucking travel with them. And now there's no excuse not to read them because they're so easy to fucking just get. And the way the the hoopla hoopla right, yeah, yeah, the way that hoopla app. I know Anthony laughed at me yesterday, but I genuinely like. The way it goes from panel to panel to panel Mm -hmm. as opposed to page to page. It's a
2: guided guided view. Yeah, it's a guided view. Yeah,
1: yeah. and and you're right, Jansen. You mentioned that some people don't know how to go, like what orders the panels go. I didn't have that problem, but I just really like that it keeps you focused on that. Because that's one thing, Mm -hmm. when I was reading comics, I tend to get distracted by other panels because of the artwork. So I'm trying to read, but I'm looking down because the artwork looks so good. So I already know that something's going on down here before I read it. Because, you know, you see what's going on just in the images. So, I like the way Hoopla takes you, you know, panel for panel. But, god damn, The Killing Joke, I knew it was iconic. I knew people, it was highly rated. This fucking, this this book is fucking good, man. And it it puts the Joker, for me, it puts the Joker in a whole new fucking light for me. Because I'm more, I'm more the movies and the, the, the animated um, show... So that's what I really know the Joker from. I know him as Jack Nicholson, you know, you know, him growing up, but man, this is, this is a Joker that I've never really seen before. Very playful, but you actually see the sadistic part of the Joker in this fucking comic and it's so good. And I love the relationship between him him and Batman because Batman is actually pushing like we need to figure out what's going on here because eventually one of... like Are we are we spoiling this or how are we going to go about uh, this?
0: If you haven't read The Killing Joke.
1: I mean, it's a review of The Killing Joke. Okay, so. cool, cool. <laughs> I'm just making sure. Just making sure. It's not like we're
0: spoiling
2: it like, for like, anybody. What, Thirty three years ago now?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's... yeah. It in the no, 80s, but right? I, I love that, that, you know, it's true. We're at the point where what's going to happen? Either I'm dying or you're dying. Like, we need to figure this shit out. And the Joker is just a typical fucking Joker, but... I again, I've seen them in movies, and when I actually saw the part where he fucking shot Barbara, I was like, "What the fuck?" I did not expect that to happen. It, it, this book is so fucking good. If you haven't read it, fucking read it. Um, but yeah, it's it's so fun. It's so fun to read, and there were those moments where I was just like, "Oh shit!" Like, what's gonna fucking happen? And surprisingly, this this it, it gives you those surprises. It kind of gives you those. I, I want to kind of describe it as a jump scare in a way, like that Barbara part. Like I again was not expecting that. I was like, oh shit! Like I reacted, like what the fuck just happened? So definitely love reading it. I'm glad we're doing this segment. And yeah, I I want to read more. <laughs> I'm actually I'm I'm curious. Um, since you you said like
0: you've seen the Joker obviously in the movies. Um, you said this is like a newer version. I was, I was curious for both of you guys is does that the Joker in this, does it relate to like, which movie version Joker do you think it, he relates to the most?
1: Mm. See, I, I think he kind of crosses between several Jokers, but, okay. but that's the thing. It's like, I would have to say maybe more Jack Nicholson because Jack Nicholson was still playful but he, he got serious. Where Heath Ledger was always fucking serious. You know, he'd laugh sometimes, but you knew he was always sadistic, very, very serious. Let's just exclude Jerry Leto completely. Um but yeah, I think I would definitely compare him more to Jack Nicholson because he 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 kinda did a lot of the shit that this Joker did in the comic. Yeah. He wasn't afraid to pull the trigger. We saw that stuff happen.
0: I actually it's interesting because I, I relate him more to Heath Ledger's Joker. Really? Than Jack Nicholson, I get the playfulness, but I feel like they're the balance of, just like obviously, like in the the story of like, like, just making up like storylines of the Joker, like his past, um, the fact that he is sadistic, but I I think Heath Ledger's Joker is playful too, um, and yeah, I, I actually I, I kind of look at him more as Heath Ledger's Joker, but I see the the Jack Nicholson side, Anthony. What are your yeah, thoughts? I, Going I thought back through I'll... and rewatching it, re watching well, it. Well, it's
2: interesting because I think this is where coming at it with the baggage of the history and the canon. <laughs> I think revisiting it and re-reading it, um, I was a, I was struggled with it a little bit because it I was it's great that it had the impact it on Caesar because obviously it's the first time you're reading it or at least you know experiencing it. Um. But for me rereading it, I think, well, I think a big part of it is I'm fucking jokered out. I think we've had in the last three years, there's been so much Joker and the main title Batman comic books where I think it's been run into death. So I'm a little bit jokered out. Um, obviously, this story is seminal in, in the history and the canon. And also, too, it, it brought, brought, like you were saying, a darker tone to the Bat series that. Was kind of absent for a long time from the books, um, yeah. so it kind of it kind of jump started this whole new wave of Batman stories being told going forward. Um, but I did find that the artwork I was it was very arresting, very captivating. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen Brian Boulder stuff before, but it just seemed like it really fit for this story and a lot of like the actions, the emotions, the the, um, the physicality his artwork really shines with with conveying that like you know the doorway scene where it's the you know the joker and you see these eyes in yeah. the darkness mm-hmm. like stuff like that and just some of his facial expressions with with certain characters they're very is very haunting which i think was appropriate for kind of the whole atmosphere of the the story in the book and then also to kind of you know for halloween so it's very much like a horror film but I struggled with it because I think even Alan Moore said like he's felt like this isn't his strongest work, you know. Yeah. He's felt like it's some of his, his lesser work, and I, I I struggled with some of the themes and the the analogies in in, in the book. Um, but I think it's I think the biggest thing is I'm I'm Joker fatigued, and I I thought the ending was left purposely kind of ambiguous. Um,
0: I, I was a fan of it ending on a joke. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I thought that was a, I was good at, and then, um,
2: But it seemed interesting like, those last scenes where it's kind of I know he was really going for the duality, like he's essentially saying Batman and Joker are just mirror images of each other. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was really odd to see Batman laughing. I love know, that. alongside Joker. I fucking
1: love that <laughs> because of how serious the whole fucking book is, and you finally get to the end and he tells such a stupid joke. Yeah. But yeah. I couldn't help but to crack a smile when I read it. And then I go to the next panel and there's Batman cracking that same smile. I was like you can't help it. It's like this is your fucking relationship with the Joker. It's like you're never going to get that answer you're looking for. This is just the way things are going to flow. And I agree with you. You are Jokered out. But for me the reason why I really enjoyed it is because I've had the opposite effect. Where I don't read as many as many comics as you do, so that's probably what's adding to your fatigue. Yeah. Yeah. I've had Joaquin Phoenix who played a good Joker. I think he definitely did better than Jared Leto. But those are my last two Jokers: Joaquin Phoenix, Jared Leto. Yeah. It was so, so good. The, to go the bar back. was kind of really low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was so good <laughs> to go back to this style Joker. Yeah, and and you know, it kind of touched on nostalgia again. You know, I felt like I was. I was more into the animated series again, but it wasn't really that fun Joker. There was still that sadistic Joker in this that felt good to see because it's just not something that I've had in the Joker for quite some time. Yeah. And that's why I'm comparing them to Jack Nicholson because I remember those days. And again, it's all nostalgia. And that's what this book brought back for me. is, And it reminded me of how good these comic books can be. Yeah. And how rich these stories can actually be. And you're saying that it wasn't his best work or he doesn't consider his best work. Fuck. I'm blown away by this book. And if he's got better shit, then <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it over. I like
0: this work better than Watchmen. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I kind of I, I kind of fall into your bucket, Anthony. Um, it's I, I think it's Joker fatigue. So when I read it, it, it was nice to read it. Um, the one thing I want to mention is the artwork it's our version that I think that you guys probably read was the recolored and remastered version that, um, and I kind of want to go back and see because like Brian Boland didn't have time to color it. And he usually colors his own artwork. And so the colors in the original were done by another colorist. And there was a lot of issues with that because Mm. it didn't convey the mood that he wanted. And so I actually don't remember that. And I didn't get a chance to go back and see what the original colors were. Um, but I know that this version that you guys probably read, and like it's a moodier, darker version. Um, like, I mean, like the that type yeah. of stuff is, um, uh, yeah, it I'm, adds, I'm just curious. Something to it. Yeah, I think it adds something to it. Um, because it's amazing what art does to the story, and I feel like. I have this really, and I've actually gone, I think I've talked about this before. Uh, I'm trying to go back through, like I started going back through and reading like Tome of, like Tomb of Dracula. Um, And the way comics were written back in like the eighties is just really hard or like early before that really hard for me because it's so dialogue heavy that it didn't let the artwork convey the story. Um, And that's slowly changed. And this, was better because I felt like this is kind of like when I I think Alan Moore, they did have a good balance of like just letting his art tell the story. Um, Obviously Alan Moore like lays it out and knows exactly what direction he wants to go, but they did a really good balance. Um, And I, and I think that's kind of why it's kind of changed the way like storytelling, Batman storytelling and everything has changed since this, like this was kind of like shifted. Um, The way people said, like, made stuff, like, Alan Moore in general. Um, But, again, I was, I'm kind of, like, Joker fatigued out. Like, there's parts of it where I was, like, I'm not, like, I'm one of the people, like, I could care less about a comedian that's a struggling comedian trying to provide for his wife. Like, I don't, I know that's, like, a a version of a, like, that's not the real Joker storyline. Like. And it's kind of just, and that's why I feel like it kind of reminded me of like Keith Ledger's Joker because there's always a new version that he says like how he became um, the yeah. Joker. Um, but that kind of stuff just bored me through it. Um, I, I did forget just how like sadistic it was. I forgot like I, I yeah. obviously I knew that Barbara was shot, mm-hmm. but taking like the nude images and when yeah. he's talking about how she was found like undressed um, and like pictures were taken and he's like showing them to her dad <laughs> like yeah. to, like i just forgot all about that um which is this which is kind of like what i read it yesterday because i have a bad memory and so that's what i'm gonna read it like really as close by because yeah i just didn't
1: even remember any of that
0: and i've probably i've read this multiple times over the years
1: um no, one, but, one, one of my favorite parts um that really kind of shows the type of um how how fun the joker could be and how somewhat normal he can be, which is the scary part about the Joker, is when he's actually talking to the fair owner because he's purchasing the fair from him,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. and
1: they're having just a normal interaction. They're talking business. They're, you know, and the Joker is just coming off, just really, really nice. You know, he's just talking, yeah. and you know, charming. he's he's yeah, he's very charming and talking about you know this is a really good deal. I feel like I'm robbing you. You know, let's go ahead and make a deal, shake on it, but. He's actually thinking bad and, you know, he does what he does to the fair owner and he just walks away like that's just the norm for him. And that's the scariest part about him because he could just come off like your fucking next door neighbor and you just never know. But that's the thing about the Joker. And that's why I compare him to Jack Nicholson, because I can't see a Heath Ledger, you know, Mm -hmm. hanging out with somebody and buying a, a, a fair and, you know, having that type of interaction but I can see Jack Nicholson's Joker doing that. Definitely can't see Joaquin Phoenix Joker doing that. Cool. Um, definitely can't see Jared Leto because he comes off more as a mob boss. And yeah, that's why I have that comparison there. Because that's the playful and that's the charming part of the Joker. But in the end, he's still that sadistic freak that I fucking love. And that's earlier in the fucking book. You know, everything else after that is like, fuck, this is the fucking Joker. And this is the Joker I've missed. So... Yeah, I I wasn't yeah. fatigued.
0: <laughs> I blame the fair owner, though. Like, how do you not know the Joker? Like, clearly the Joker's been doing this for years. Like, you don't know you're dealing with the Joker? Like, do you think he's just going to, like, pay you for it? Well, your... He
2: wasn't hiding either, really. Yeah, he like, wasn't no, hiding. he wasn't he was in, full like, get up. He, full get-up. <laughs> like,
1: but the fair owner was also desperate. I mean, you, you, you'd be surprised what people do in desperate situations.
0: No, no one makes, like... <laughs> No, mm-hmm. um, no one's my, it's actually funny. It has nothing to do, um, with the killing joke. It has something to do with the j- Joker. Um, my, one of my favorite storylines ever for the Joker is, um, in Batman animated series with the, um, I forgot what the actual name was, but when the guy runs the Joker off the road, and do you guys remember that episode? And then the Joker I takes his remember. ID and essentially, oh, like, yeah. he realizes that it's the Joker like after he gets like chased down um because he cuts the joker off yeah, that's what it was yeah. like he cuts the joker off and then the joker like chases him down his and then he tries to run changes. away and then he realizes, and so he takes his id and then he's like essentially says like i'm gonna come for you and you're gonna do something for me or you're gonna die essentially like or i'm gonna kill everybody and years go by yep. and then finally like it shows up the joker shows up and he has like, years later, he has, like, this task for this guy to do. Um, I don't know why that brought... It's just, like, that's... I guess this Joker reminds me very much of the animated series yep. Joker. Um. Just, yeah, I, I feel like that, to me, the animated series Joker is one of the best versions of Joker that's ever made. Yeah,
2: um, one, of the, one of the things I came across when I, it was, like, a comic book critic who's basically, said, was Jeff, Jeff Clock. He's basically saying uh, both Batman and the Joker are, are creations of a random and tragic one bad day. Um, Batman spends his life forging meaning from the random tragedy, whereas the Joker reflects the absurdity of life and all that's random injustice.
0: I think like the Joker, yeah, he kind of conveys that when he's talking to Batman, right? He's yeah, like, we're the yeah. same person. One day I went this yeah. direction, you went this direction, but we're literally the same person. And I yeah. like
1: that that, that, con- that conversation comes up several times in many different ways uh I know Heath Ledger he had that talk with the with, with Batman too yeah they, un- un- unmovable object yeah meeting the, like yeah yeah they had that same talk and um I agree with you on the uh, animated series Joker definitely in my opinion the best joker um uh, and the best part about that like I said I saw the kidding joke the movie before I actually read the book they brought back Mark, uh, Mark Hamill for for yeah. that movie which was it's on point <laughs> I mean, I know better to portray that version of the Joker than Mark Hamill. So that was perfect.
0: Overall, um, I'm happy. It's not like, uh, I was, I was really like worried that I wasn't going to enjoy it because now like Alan Moore kind of in my mind, like I'm just like um, over Alan Moore. Like anytime I hear him talk or anytime I hear him like critique like superheroes or something like that, I'm like. I'm I'm just over you. So I was like really worried when I when I watched it when I read it. Um outside of the fact that I'm just joker fatigued. Um it did like hold up. I, I could see why I can still see why people it, it's held up as one of the best storylines for like Batman. Mm-hmm. I could see that. So Yeah. Um, yeah. Sweet. That's it. That's our rediscovery.
1: Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Awesome.
0: Enjoyed it. That was cool. We're gonna do that every week. On next week,
1: things. next
2: next week is Dick Tracy.
0: Next week, yes. So next week is Rediscover film, and we're gonna to touch on the one of the best comic book movies ever made. We're gonna to touch on Dick um, Tracy. Um, we're gonna be watching Dick Tracy. We'll suck our Redisco- an egg.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and our rediscovery will be Dick Tracy starring. I can't wait to talk
2: about this one because. Hey, There's. Just- Oh, it was I a lot of fun.
0: It, I haven't watched it in probably a year, a little over a year. So I so haven't you know, see seen Dick Tracy since
1: probably junior high. So I'm fucking oh,
0: excited, man. dude.
2: <laughs> so good. Like, <laughs> yeah.
0: It doesn't. It doesn't. It, it. It's not like
2: it gets aged too. It's. It's still. It's so the campy way they, as hell, but there's just like a there's something about it that still holds up. Yeah, that's what I mean I still feel like it still holds
0: up, and I think it's just because the way it was shot. Um, the portrayal like the actors um yeah i'm excited i I, I haven't watched it yet so i'm gonna watch it this week um and yeah so next week we're gonna be uh uh rediscovering dick tracy um and talking election horror um talking (laughs) top horror in video games and top horror in elections and um i'm probably gonna be glued like you thought like i was worried that caesar was gonna be like kind of out of it Next, I'm just gonna be this way, and I'm not gonna be looking at Twitch chat. I'm just <laughs> gonna be watching, like states still in red or blue, and you're gonna slowly watch me die or a smile grow on my face.
1: <laughs> it's funny, is uh, Chris and I we were talking yesterday about the last time we went through the selection stuff. We were actually driving to San Francisco.
0: Yeah, we were uh, up going up to, to the tekken Seven World uh, Tour,
1: right? Yeah. Championships. Yeah, the championships. Yeah, the the national championships. Uh, so we were we were driving up to, to San Francisco uh watching this on our phone and then yep. yeah, and then, then uh, the bad news came. Going <laughs> and
0: experiencing San Francisco right after it was <laughs> like right after it was gloom,
1: gloom town. Like,
0: like people crying in the streets <laughs>
1: like it was Man, that I, I will never forget that feeling. That it, feeling yeah. was weird.
0: Yeah, that was so weird. So yeah, this oh. time I'm gonna be spending with you guys talking uh it might get weirder it'll get weirder um that's it for a show guys um thank you for tuning in for those that tuned in uh guys thank you as always i thought it was good i'm really excited about the rediscovery portion me too yeah that was yeah, it's, good it's, idea I, I think it's really really good so um yeah so we'll be back next week 7 p.m uh pt time next tuesday on election day november 3rd and don't forget to rediscover your geek, your geek. Oh, <laughs> dick yeah, tracy it's... next week Take it easy, everybody. Bye. Bye.